everybody what's going on this is shw this is our wrestling episode gosh what are we on like 11 something like I that think i think so yeah yeah uh, we are your shw commentary team uh, the voices of shw if you will it's me b double alongside gb gerard bonner what's up buddy hey what's up everybody how's everything going it's another friday uh we're getting we're getting close we're getting really close like we're eight days away from tickets going on sale for the return of SHW, the Rumble Jack is coming uh, August the 28th, and tickets go on sale, of course, next Saturday, August the 1st. So I'm pumped because that means we're back, and oh, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited. It has been a long time coming, my friend, yes. and I cannot wait to see you in person. Oh, I'm, my gosh. I'm glad we started doing the, the weekly episodes here because it's at least been something. It's yes. been it's been some sort of way to kind of connect with the SHW fan base, the yeah. the faithful, and, and mm -hmm. just to reach out and and have something for them, some sort of content to put out every week. But yes. man, I miss seeing everybody in person. So I cannot wait till August twenty eighth, the second annual SHW mm -hmm. Rumble Jack. It's going to be something else. It is going to be something else. And you know, we've been talking about who could potentially be in there. Of course, last week's guest, David Ali. If you guys missed it, go back and check it out because he'll be in the Rumble Jack. And uh yeah, I was paying attention to the comments and I really don't know what's going on. So you're gonna have to help me because there is this unique groundswell for this hold my beer handstand. We talked a little bit about it last week before we went off the air. Now I'm even seeing people in the fan club saying he needs to be on the podcast. Is there something that I'm missing here? I, I don't know, to be honest with you. And, and wow. I, I'm trying to, again, I said this last week, we don't get all of the inside scoops. So, uh, so we really don't have a clue what's going on. I really don't. And I don't know if like, if, if he's secretly going to be there and we don't know, and this is all the work, like, and of course, yeah. So we, you know, we don't always uh, keep, we, we kind of shoot here on this, on this podcast is what I'm saying. So yeah. to, to pull the curtain back a little bit, I really don't know what's going on. Like, no I'm not trying to work anybody here. Like, I just honestly yeah. don't know, but, but you're right. Like the, the fan support seems to get a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger each week. And mm -hmm. uh, thanks to DC posting his little uh, <laughs> daily hold my beer Hanson facts. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. So we'll see. But somebody that did get officially announced, you know, Gary named a few uh, when he was on with us a couple of weeks ago. But he somebody did. earlier this week, officially on the SHW page, uh, the captain, Sean Dean. Ah, yes. The returning captain, Sean Dean, who I believe we last saw 
right around the anniversary or so. If, it if might my memory been, serves me correctly. I believe it was the anniversary show, which was the yeah. War Games uh, match, but he wasn't yes. in the War Games match. He right. was actually out there with Logan Chase, and he That's went right. one-on-one with uh, Ashton Starr. That's right, because the month before, he had attacked him on uh, the first-ever Petty Party. There so, uh, yeah, so an interesting connection there. And for those who don't know, uh, the first ever petty party that night was my first time ever attending SHW. That's right. So very interesting connection there. And I was like, I knew I remember John D. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's, and here's it's the thing. If you, if you haven't seen those shows, you mm-hmm. can go on IWTV. That's independentwrestling.tv. Uh, it's $10 a month. And you can see mm-hmm. all the SHW shows that you've missed. And you get all caught up, binge watch them all, and catch up before August 28th at the mm-hmm. Rumble Jack. That's right. You can do that. And of course, you can still get your first five days free by typing in the SHW code for that. And you can see uh, the anniversary show, the show before the anniversary show, Sean Dean, all of these amazing folks that will be there. And you probably want to do that because you'll be familiar at that point with a lot of the folks that you're going to see uh, for the Rumble Jack coming up in just a few weeks, which is amazing. And remember, tickets are on sale in eight Days. I am, man. I'll tell you what, I'm not nervous at all. In fact, I'm wondering, are we going to have enough room? Because I think people are going to come out of the woodworks for this. I think so. I think everybody's been itching to uh, get back and I cannot wait. In fact, um, one of the shows that you could see if you go on IWTV is SHW Retaliation, which we affectionately called SHW 1000. Now, whether Mm -hmm. or not we get to the 1000 mark for this show, I don't know. But uh, coincidentally, at that show was uh, one of the times we saw the Ugly Ducklings uh, uh, perform yeah. for us at SHW. And uh, I'm repping their shirt. You can find them on Pro Wrestling Tees. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boom. Get some of that merch. And also, of course, like we say every week, a plethora mm-hmm. of SHW uh, roster members on Pro Wrestling Tees. And of course, right after we recorded with him last week david ali then he puts up his pro wrestling tea store and he didn't even plug it here on the show so i'll plug it for him right now david ali now has a store on prowrestlingtees.com so go check that out as well and uh by the way gerard i don't know if you noticed i put up some uh some more uh, decorations behind me. I got uh, yeah. some uh, eight by your, 10. Your setup is always the coolest because you have such a great plethora <laughs> of, of just wrestling paraphernalia um, all over the place, man. So what's, I see a couple of new pieces back there. So, well, here's the thing. I've had all this stuff for years and years, and I thought, well, if we're going to start doing videos for these podcasts, mm-hmm. why not put it to good use and yeah. uh, throw it up in the background? So over here, you can see the lovely Nitro Girls. How from, uh, about that? Circa 1998. Yeah, uh, a, yeah. a young 16-year-old B-Double got that while he was purchasing that? his tickets for Monday Nitro, which happened to be the January 4th, 1999 episode of Monday Nitro. Oh, that's an infamous episode, if my memory serves me correctly. That yeah. was the infamous Finger Poke of Doom. Finger Poke of Doom. It was also the night Tony Schiavone made the butts and seats comment. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it was a, it was yes. a, a big night. Which, <laughs> a game-changing night for pro wrestling, actually. Yeah, of course, I was there in person, so I didn't hear the comment until later yeah. and didn't even know at that time what the mm-hmm. big deal was. And anyways, oh, yeah. So I got an autograph from Whisper and Spice. They, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> you can imagine okay. a young uh, 16-year-old B-Double was very excited about that. In very. fact, Bill Goldberg was at that uh, ticket. Uh, so if you go down to the box office at the Georgia Dome at the time, they, right. these guys were there signing autographs when oh, he got wow. the tickets. Oh, wow. 
Wow. So I have a Goldberg eight by ten sign somewhere, but yeah, I went with the uh, spice. I mean, not the not the Spice Girls <laughs> with the Spice Girls. Yeah, the, ni- the Nitro Girls. The Nitro yeah. Girls. Got that's Nacho pretty Man epic, over here. Though. Yeah, man, it's good stuff. But that's pretty epic. Oh my god. Anyways, gosh. anyways, yeah. these are some great photos, and that leads mm-hmm. me to tonight's guest, who is one of the best wrestling photographers in the world. Dare I say, he's yes. the official photographer for SHW. He is our pal from Wrestling Snapshots. Corey Tatum we got a chance to sit down with him and here's what he had to say all right guys we are back with another fantastic interview and what I love about this podcast series is we really get to get behind the scenes of what's happening in SHW so I know a lot of you love seeing superstars but a lot of the superstars you don't really get to see after the show without this guy He is super important to what we do. And if you love the high production value and the great pictures that we get, one of the reasons why is because of this amazing gentleman who we're about to talk to right now. He is from Wrestling Snapshots. We call him Corey, but he's Corey Tatum. Corey, what's up, brother? What's up? Hold on. I got to get my snapshot going. Ah, uh Uh-oh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Doing great. So you got to tell me, man, we've been asking everybody who's been on the podcast, you know, how has this quarantine been treating you? Because for you, you are a photographer who covers a lot of events. Um, and so with the events being canceled or augmented or what have you, how have you been able to adjust to all of that? Man, it's, it's been pretty tough for me. Um, you know, it's like once a month, every Friday, I'll go and do a show and then I'd set up some uh, promo shoot to my house or my studio or something like that. And it's just, it went from this big to like, yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've had to try and find ways to occupy my time. Mm-hmm. Um, really just looking at the product, you know, watching what people are doing, trying to mm-hmm. stay, you know, up to date on what everybody's doing and everything like that. So it's been yeah. tough. I, I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty tough yeah. for me. Yeah, Yeah, I I can imagine because, again, photography being something that you love, uh, Mm -hmm. there has to be an event, particularly when you're an event photographer, that there's a a certain kind of uh, a rush that you get from that. So I'm going to tell you guys a secret. Most of you here don't know this, but uh, I'm a photographer myself. So um, being that I understand and I used to do a a bunch of event photography a lot more uh, prior to the last few years. The event piece, there's a different kind of rush you get doing event photography than you do doing just still photography or portrait photography. Talk to people about what it's like to capture wrestling uh, on film, because that's a much different ballgame. People are moving much faster. You don't get second takes. Uh, So talk about kind of the art of capturing photos on that. Man, that's that's a great question. Um, it's, It's crazy. It's really yeah. crazy because um, it's one of those things where you really have to be on your toes. Um, for me, it came kind of natural because okay. of my background in news. So ah. for people who don't know, you know, I'm a news uh, promotions editor. And so we've always got to cut things really, really fast. So yeah. I've always been the type of person to get things done quickly and just be there whenever I needed to be there. So I took that approach when I started shooting uh, wrestling photography. And I started learning from some of the other photographers what they were doing, where they needed to stand. And it helps Mm -hmm. if you know the product. So because I know wrestling, I kind of can already gauge where people are going to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I make sure I'm like one step ahead of them. Now, 
that can always bite you in the butt. You want to mm -hmm. go left, they go right, Great. you know, something like that. But you've really got to make sure that you're just there on the spot when you need to be on the spot. Man, I have got some pictures that I didn't even know that I was going to be able to get. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I go and I take pictures and I'm not even sure what I captured until I get home. And I'm like, wow. oh my God, I got that. Oh my yeah. God, I got that. Or yeah. someone will ask me, hey, did you get a shot of this? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I go back and I'm like, no, no, it didn't really happen. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's one of those things where you just have to be on your toes. Um, you know, I, I try to call myself Speedy Gonzalez and some people always say, you know, Corey's always there when you really need him to be there. And I don't yeah. know how he gets some of these things, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. not quite sure how it happens. I love I, that. Okay. I want to yeah. say, like, uh, every time we get done with an SHW show, like, of course, being on the commentary team, like, part of me is, like, excited. Like, I can't wait for the finished video to come out so we can go back and watch the video. But yeah. I am just as excited for a day or two later when the whole stream of 200-plus photos come out on the Facebook mm -hmm. page uh, that you take. And I get so excited to see what you capture because it's always top-notch, man. It's so good. Thanks. And you talked about being Speedy Gonzalez. I, yeah. I don't remember if it was the last show or it might have been a couple shows back. You came skidding into the commentary table at one point. <laughs> trying to catch you, and you kind of, I don't know if you lost your footing or you did some sort of crazy slide. But boom, yeah. you still got the shot. It was awesome. So one of the best invest, uh, investments that I ever made with photography other than my camera is a pair of knee pads. And <laughs> ah. that, that came from another photographer, one of my mentors who said, you know, you should really buy some knee pads because you're, you're always on your knees when you're in the corner, stuff like that, but it helps when you're trying to get into position where you want to go. And I started doing that probably about, probably about a year ago where I just do this slide move <laughs> just to get into position where I need to be. Sometimes I go too far. Sometimes I don't <laughs> land right. And what you're speaking of, I did not land right that day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I've, had, I've had situations where I didn't have knee pads and it's a funny little story. Um, someone was drinking some beer or something like one of the shows. They spilled it on the floor. And yeah. I didn't know that they spilled it on the floor. And I came around the ring to catch oh, no. a, a um, suicide dive. And I basically did a suicide dive of my own <laughs> oh, no. going through the beer. But oh, here's the key. I do like this. And I'm like, well, the camera's safe. Oh, my my back may not be. <laughs> Well, man, let's, yeah. let's, let's give you some props here. Let's go back. I've seen you shot for WWE. You shot for AEW, shot Ring of Honor, New Japan. Of course, we know you best from SHW, everywhere in between. Like, when did you get into specifically uh, wrestling photography? Like, how did that start? Did you get approached or was it something that you reached out to no. a promotion? How did that happen? Uh, yeah, so I kind of just reached out for a promotion. Basically, what happened was um, I've always, you know, like I said, just paid attention to some of the camera people around the ring, you know, from, you know, WWE days and stuff like that. And I always thought, you know, I'd love to do something like that. And I've always been the camera guy in my family, just taking pictures mm -hmm. in the family and this and the other. So I had a group of friends of mine that would get together and they would watch um, WWE pay-per-views. And so I was like, okay, this is cool, nice little community. One of them invited me, my really good friend, Patrick Alvarez, invited me to a local show, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, uh, mm -hmm. back in 2015. And I'd never been to an indie show before. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool. You know, I didn't know anybody on the card, nothing. I go in there. I watch the show. I brought my camera with me. 
and was just taking pictures from the stand. Now then, I didn't know anything about shutter speed, anything about ISO, anything about anything like that. Everything was pretty much blurry or whatever, but I had some pretty good shots, I thought. And so as the shows went on, I took more and more and more, and I reached out to the promoter. I met him that day when I was there, and I said, hey, I got a couple of pictures here. Would you mind using them? Do you want to use them for any kind of promotion or anything like that? His name is Josh Wheeler. Uh, shout out to Josh. And um, so he said, yeah, sure, I'll use some of them. He used a couple of them. It just so happened, I said, well, you know, if I get a little closer, I think my pictures might come out a little bit better. And he said, well, hey, you know, our, our, um, our staff photographer is actually going on maternity leave. So why don't you give a shot one day while she's here, learn some things from her and see what we can do. She went on maternity leave. I became the staff photographer for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment and the rest is history. Uh, it all goes to Josh Wheeler at Murder One slash like slash Blacklist Uno, uh, who gave me that shot back in 2015, and it's been history ever since then. I mean, yeah. it really has. Um, yeah, so like you said, I've shot for um, Ring of Honor. I shoot for them exclusively anytime that they're in town. I shoot for Lucha Lucha Atlanta. I've shot for Phoenix City Invitational in Chattanooga, um, the Macon Town uh, Classic for Papa Hales. Real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you, but um, yeah. I, I'm only aware of one SCI, um, and it's <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. corrected on that uh, when we had Gary oh, Lamb. We were. I went back and watched. The okay, right, only right. reason I bring that up, but anyway, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's go ahead and give Gary a shout out here. Oh, you know, there we go. He's the, uh -oh. only one, uh -oh. he's the only one that is doing the SCI, so you're absolutely right. My apologies, sir. Uh, <laughs> you got oh. the Gary Club shirt. I love it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, you know, just, just all over. Anybody that comes into town, basically, if I haven't shot for them, I always try to reach out and see if they need a new guy. And then, you know, my portfolio kind of speaks for itself. But SHW has been my home for the last two years. And, yeah. I mean, it's it's gotten me things that I've never thought that I would ever get. And, you know, I'm just so thankful for everything that Gary and, and Dylan have done for me. You know, Dylan and I have gone back since 2015. Wow, I was yeah. shooting him at uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. We've been friends ever since then. And, he called me up and he was like, hey, I'm starting this new promotion and I know your your history. We, we have history. And he was like, I'd love to bring you up as a photographer. And since that day on, man, it's been blessing after blessing after blessing. I mean, really awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I love that story for two reasons. One, it talks about the importance of preparation you know, yeah. how you always come prepared and you never know what's going to happen. And then number two, it talks about the power of relationship as yeah. well, which I think is super, super important. And again, what I love about these types of moments is it, it's about more than wrestling, right? It's about life. And mm -hmm. I think those are two great principles that if people can just apply, they can find yeah. themselves almost anywhere uh, moving into whatever their next is. I absolutely love that. Um, yeah, I've, I've built some really great relationship with some other photographers. Um, Speedy, who actually shoots for Atlanta, um, for, um, sorry, my, my bad, for AEW, AEW exclusively. Mm -hmm. um, I reached out to him a long time ago because I'm, I'm part of a wrestling photography community. Yeah. And I said, look, I'd love for you to be my mentor. And we've been friends for years. And I think wow. he is the best photographer out there and I'm always trying to get to his level wow. and he says don't try to get to my level get to your own level you know mm. be your own person do your own thing uh but you know 
There's nobody topping Speedy. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I build that relationship with him and I build that relationship with other photographers because you just don't know who's going to be out and you may go in or right. who can help you get to that next level. So right. uh, it's very important to me to make sure that I keep the relationships that I have and I'm always trying to build new ones. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that is yeah. so, so good. I love that. I love that. So yeah, before you, you said you were also involved in news before. Uh, tell us yeah. about your news career, because that's intriguing to me as well. Okay, so um, I actually went to film school. Uh, wow. I graduated from film school back in 2000. Where uh, at? Yeah, early, uh, in, uh, it's in Yanceyville, North Carolina. Very wow. small wow. town. Uh, right outside of Danville, Virginia. I went to okay, Full yeah. Sail. I went to film school at F Full Sail. So whenever oh, really? I hear, okay. whenever nice. I hear film school, I'm like, oh, huh? where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've always been a student of film and uh, television. You know, mm -hmm. ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. And so I, you know, was in the television program in in high school, and then went on to film school. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, but editing has always been the thing for me. So okay. I'm an editor for um, WSB TV, I'm a promotions editor for them. Wow. Uh, but my career has been through the Weather Channel. I was at the Weather Channel for eight years. Um, and then I went to some local companies doing some ad campaigns and marketing and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, and then I have my own YouTube channel. So I do all my editing and photography and, you know, stuff like that for my YouTube channel. So editing is my thing. Editing yeah. is my thing. So yeah, uh, yeah I've been nominated. I've been nominated for three Emmys. Wow. Uh, I have two Gabbies, and I can't remember the other award that I Do you I've have any Slammys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any Slammys. Do they give oh. Slammys out to photographers? I don't know. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. <laughs> In the world. I, I don't mean, know what kind of awards I can get as a wrestling photographer, but I'll take oh them. Oh, my God. Or at least I'll stuff. Well, we, we'll we give you one at SHW. We'll come up with a Slammy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sounds good to me. We we have to now announce you as the Emmy Award nominated because hey, that's the, what it hey, says on my resume. <laughs> there it is, <laughs> and it should, and it that's should. It I got I got to ask you this. So, um, having shot so much and a lot has happened in the world of pro wrestling since 2015. Um, yeah. tell us some of the most memorable moments that you've been able to capture. Um, because I, having covered a lot of events, you know, that, that could cover a lot of things, but I'm sure you've caught some pictures, uh, at some moments that have been like, wow, for you, tell us a couple of those standout moments that you've been able to capture. So my, my favorite thing to capture is people in motion, uh, like specifically in the air. So anytime yeah. I catch like a Spanish fly, anytime I catch like, uh, you know, uh, any type of hurricanrana, any kind of, uh, you know, tope so suicida, anything mm -hmm. like that, off the cage, anything like that, those are, those are really my top moments. But then I also like um, mist. So ah. uh, Sue Young, I've actually caught her doing some mist a couple of times. Wow. Joe Black, actually, one of my favorite photos that I've ever taken was of Joe Black doing the uh, Kabuki mist to yeah. um, Jimmy Jacobs. Wow. Okay, so Later Wrestling Entertainment. And it was green, and he did the mist, and I took all the color out except for the green mist, oh, and it's just on Jimmy Jacobs' face, and it comes out of Joe Black's mouth, and oh. it's one of the best photos that I've ever taken. Um, of course, Kenny Omega mm -hmm. and Chris Jericho mm -hmm. when they came to SHW. We were just talking about that uh, earlier before you came on because uh, that's where yeah. we saw the Ugly Ducklings. That's was when that? we saw the Ugly Ducklings, and yeah. there's a great shot of, of one of the Ugly Ducklings flip, doing their move in front of Kenny Omega, mm -hmm. uh, which I was glad that I was able to get that. 
Um, what there's so night. many, man. There's, there's wow. so many that I can't even imagine. One of the other great ones that I have is when Cody Rhodes um, was here for AEW mm-hmm. and he came off of the cage. Oh. Um, and him just being in his hometown and everything like that, that was a great moment. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns, when he was here for Raw and he announced that he was cancer free, yeah. that was a great moment of mine that I have him in the middle of the ring. Um, so, so many. There's just so many. Wow. I can't even tell you. Can't even wow. Tell you. Yeah. Oh. I and I, you know, a lot of times I don't even know that these things are going to happen. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when yeah. I go to shows sometimes, I may look at the rundown. I may talk to the promoter and be like, hey, where do I need to be? What kind of shots are actually going to happen that I need to capture? If somebody going to the yeah. table or somebody going off the top rope, blah, blah, blah. They'll tell me some of those spots. But really, those moments aren't the ones that I capture and that I think about the most. It's the right. ones in between that I don't know is what's going to happen. Right. The ones that are unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's so many, here's another great thing. Oh, my favorite thing to capture, which is extremely hard to do is a ripple shot. Like the chops, like the chop yeah. or the kick to the yeah. chest, even to the face. Yeah. I have a great one. I think, uh, Ash to the stars involved mm-hmm. and his chest looks like it's actually caving in oh, wow. because they kicked him so hard. Yeah. Um, some to the face where somebody gets punched and their face just like kind of just ripples like a wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are extremely tough to capture. And I've yes, got they are. Okay, a couple of those. Yeah, those are my favorites. That it's amazing to me because in my limited time in photography, I can tell you one of the toughest things to do is to catch anybody in motion. You yeah. know, because yeah. I mean, you get one shot and you hit it or you miss it which is crazy. Now, here's the other thing people don't know, and I I want you to let them in on this. How many shots will you shoot in a given event? Because people will see like 200 that you posted. They're like, wow, you took a lot. But I'm going to guess that you took clearly a lot more. So in a given night, how many shots do you take uh, for an event? Take a guess. I'm I'm going to say 1,500 is my guess. Yeah, I I was going to go somewhere around 1,000 to 1,200. Okay, so Brandon, you got the number without going over. It is <laughs> round about anywhere between 1,500 to 2,000 pictures. Wow. A show. I Depending on the show. If I shoot Ring of Honor, it could easily go above 2,000 because they mm-hmm. shoot so many in one night. Right. Yeah. Uh, but a regular SHW show, probably about 2,000. It's funny because I was talking to my mom about this the other day because she was going through her pictures on her phone. And she said, how many pictures do you actually take whenever you, you know, do a show? She asked the exact same question you guys did. Well. I said, Ma, I don't know. I've never really added up how many pictures I have. Yesterday, I did a um, count okay. on my hard drives. I have three hard drives that I back up with all of my pictures. And I did a count. This is exactly how many pictures I have on my hard drive. <laughs> wow. Within the last five years. That's, wow. a big, that's, that's a big hard drive because we're talking about big full-size images here yeah. mm-hmm. that's yeah. crazy and you know i've and that's with me even just deleting pictures you know because yeah. there's wow. a lot of stuff that you know doesn't get touched right. at all you know I'll, I'll take pictures and uh sometimes you know they just don't come out you know the flashes don't go off or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. but there's a reason why i call my camera a machine gun because <laughs> of this sound right here 
Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, do- wow. it doesn't stop. <laughs> wow. It doesn't stop. It doesn't wow. stop. So. Oh, you know what I just realized? Uh, yeah. Some people only listen to us. They don't always watch the video. So what was the number on the calculator again? Because the people that are just listening are like, I, I, I don't All know what the they're talking about. Home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the number is 96,837 photos. There you go. Mm. That's what we were oohing and aahing about, on about yeah. folks, in case you were wondering. Just shy yeah. of 100K. Amazing. Just, just shy of 100K. Don't worry, I'll get that 100K, no problem. <laughs> Easily, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. E- next Easily. event, you'll have that covered, I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, I'll, I'll go and I'll take pictures. I come home. I, I download stuff no matter what time it is that I come home. I've got to immediately get it off my, my camera. Yeah. And the next two or three days, I just been going through and trying to find the right stuff to capture the event. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it's me capturing what I want to see. Yeah. But most of the times it's what you guys want to see or mm-hmm. what the wrestlers want to see. You know, nine times out of ten, I know a wrestler's going to call me or send me a text like, hey, did you get – this shot or if you get that shot but it's not even it's about the wrestlers too but it's also about the fans it's also Mm -hmm. about the commentators it's about the workers it's about the promoters you know i've got great shots of gary i've got great shots of dylan i've got great Mm -hmm. shots of the audio team i've got Mm -hmm. great shots of you guys Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's all of that i need to be able to capture everyone who's involved in one event to allow that promoter to tell people hey you need to come to our show because we're all a family we yeah. all do this together. Yeah. So this is what we have to bring to the table, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. I've got I've got pictures of some of the um uh Ring of Honor fans, like yeah. a wide shot of the Ring of Honor fans that are all mm-hmm. over their website. You yeah. know, uh, stuff in New York Times and stuff like that. Like, you know, wow. I've got all that kind of stuff because it's important for people to see themselves. I mean, you know, it is. I've only got like maybe three pictures. Of myself, <laughs> that another <laughs> photographer is taking, and some of them I lost, and I was like, "Where's that picture? I want to use it as a profile right. or for a business card or something." And I, right. I don't like, I don't like necessarily having my picture taken, but the rare times that people have caught me in the act of doing what I do, mm-hmm. I, I really cherish those moments. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the fans at ROH. Well, that's one thing I hear from SHW fans when they go back and look at the photos from the show from that Friday. They get excited, yeah. too, because when you have the, the crowd shots or even the shots in the, of the action in the ring, but you can yeah. still pick them. They can pick themselves out in the crowd, and they get excited yeah. to see that kind of stuff. And, of course, like you said, you got pictures of Gerard and myself, and we yeah. get excited yeah. to see those because Amazing. those things are great photos. We're like, oh, man. And, and there's like – what were we talking about? It was um, – when Ashton won the title for all of 20 minutes, oh, but, but, but the, yes. the reactions that we had and Gerard, especially like we were yes. like little kids. Oh, yes. Know, we were like little kids when, uh, when he won the title. That's one of my favorite pictures, by the way, like, it, yeah. and, and what, and I don't mean to interrupt, but what I love is we were so in the moment and mm-hmm. the moment I think of a great photographer is the photographer is somewhat invisible but catches these moments that you didn't like i didn't even realize you were there because i was like oh my god what's happening here and so for you to catch that was just i was like he's amazing he's amazing i have, I have eyes everywhere man i'm just like oh. and, and and i don't i don't necessarily you know a lot of people when they shoot they're always here right and i try to be there as much as i can be but you really can't everything and everyone mm-hmm. it's not just the people inside of the ring so i'm constantly right. looking to find reaction shots or whatever and if i get it i get it if i don't i don't but at least yeah. i would try to yeah. get that um and so when you when you had that expression on your face i was just like this is this is a moment right here oh that I have to capture, you know wow so 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of those. There was one of uh, Faye when she was yelling at somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. She just came out of nowhere. There's one of um. There was a the girl who she went up against Danny Jordan. I think her name was Heidi. Heidi Katrina. Katrina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she's with a fan, and the fan is like cussing her out, and she's just standing there like this, like, "Can you believe this yeah. chick?" <laughs> that right. was yeah, that was I'm, SHW one thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that was so good. I mean, there's there's so many. There's so wow. many. And one of my kids, favorites. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. The kid. No, I was just gonna say that the kids, man. I mean, they mm -hmm. love seeing their picture taken too. You know, I, absolutely. I take their pictures at the meet and greets. I take their pictures, just standing there looking at you know stuff because. That was me when I was a kid, you know, watching Absolutely. stuff like that. So I'm sure that they would like to have that moment too. I was yeah. doing a show for um, Mucha Lucha one time, and they have lots of kids there. And I was getting ready to shoot some of the interests that were coming out. And I was just, you know, checking out my camera, making sure my settings were right. And this little girl comes up to me and she said, I've seen you at all these shows. She said, can I have your autograph? Wow. <laughs> and I actually signed her hat that she had. That's and awesome. I had I had no clue people were even paying, little kids like that were paying me attention. She was like, yeah. yeah, you took a picture of me and this and I was like, you know, thanks. Wow. I really appreciate that. And I signed her hat. So. Yeah. You know, somebody's paying attention. So you, you hear that? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you, do you hear that SHW universe? Next time we're at a show and you see Corey and he's mm -hmm. not in the middle of taking photos, he will right. sign autographs. Yes. Yeah, I, I will. I will. I'll start, <laughs> I'll sign autographs and kiss babies. I don't know. <laughs> yes. And, and you can get photos with him. Actually. Yes. Yeah, you can take a photo with me. <laughs> One of my I favorites, uh, I was going to say a second ago, and it was actually from, I think, the last show that we did, which it's hard to believe that it was, what, three or four months ago, mm -hmm. but it was when Danny Jordan was coming to join us on commentary. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was right before she sat down, and I'm kind of doing like a funny <laughs> face, and Gerard's making a face, and yeah, she's just kind of grinning at the camera. Yeah. I love that picture because that yeah. encapsulates – the relationship we have with Danny Jordan. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, just sure perfect. It was perfect. Oh, gosh. She's awesome. She's awesome, yeah. I love that. I, I'm curious. So where can people find, like, if they wanted to see your, your body of work and things, where can they find that? Um, well, strictly most of my photos are all on uh, Facebook. Uh, okay. On wrestling snapshots on Facebook. Yeah. Um, you can see all my albums there. Some of them you can find under my personal account, Corey Tatum. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you can also find them on my Instagram page, Wrestling Snapshots. Yeah. And you can also find them on my Twitter page under Edit Photo Gamer. Um, wow. Most of them, though, they're, they're, they're all on my Facebook page. Uh, if okay. it's SHW, they'll go on their page, but mm -hmm. I try to post them on mine as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see about making a website and try and putting stuff up there as well so mm -hmm. I can get places where people actually buy the fit photos if you want to. Sure. Right now, I mean, if you see a picture on my website, you want to use it for something, just, you know, give me a shout out and yeah. I'll hook you up. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find them. That's I love that. Yeah, so yeah. of all the years, you said you first started mm -hmm. doing wrestling photography, what, 2015, right? Yeah. So in the five years since you started, uh, out of all the promotions you've been to, which there's been a plethora of promotions, whether they've been the big boys, whether it's been an indie promotion, yeah. Does anything stick out to you like funny story, crazy story, maybe one of the craziest things you, you may have witnessed, whether it was backstage or, or during the show, anything that comes to mind that you might could share with us that, that, that you feel safe, comfortable sharing with <laughs> us that won't get you in, in any trouble? <laughs> uh, okay, so, so I've got a couple. I've got a couple. Um, I was, this was in 2017. I was doing a 
kayfabe is a thing okay mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah kayfabe is a thing yeah. and until i started shooting photos i didn't really know that it was a thing i didn't know anything about kayfabe even when i first started shooting i didn't know anything about kayfabe okay and so in 2017 i was working for atlanta wrestling entertainment for a couple of years and uh chip day who i'm a huge fan of and the first picture that i ever took of at atlanta wrestling entertainment officially was chip day uh handing out um uh, t-shirts he was in and last so, year's rumble jack by the way he was in last year's rumble jack which really blew my mind it blew a lot of people's minds for sure wow. i hadn't seen chip in a long time i'm really good friends with chip but i haven't seen him in a long time and so to see someone from my past come with the people of my future i'm just like wow what's going on yeah, yeah. so uh anyway so in 2017 i was doing a documentary for chip day and it was just basically talking about how he was coming up in the ranks and he was getting ready to achieve the Georgia wrestling crown um, for Martin Stone, a.k.a. Danny Birch. Um, and so I was doing this doc- three-part documentary with him. Uh, this was the moment that I thought he was really going to capture the Georgia wrestling crown. So I wanted to get it all for this documentary. And uh, his mom was there. His stepdad was there. His whole family was there to watch this match and it was a phenomenal match well he lost the match and i had my camera shooting this documentary and danny birch is standing there and he's cutting a promo and trying to tell chip to come to his side because chip was with um the hierarchy who was the heels and he said come on you don't you don't need them you can come to my side blah 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 and so danny turns heel and they all gang up on chip and he's like, you guys thought you had this. You thought, da, 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 da. he's cutting this promo. And then he says, and you decided to get a fan to do a documentary on you. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Why are you calling me? I have nothing to do with your storyline. And they said, Corey Tatum and blah, blah. And Murder comes over there and he says, Corey. Did we F up your documentary in front of my ca- I got this all oh on camera. My God. Did we F up your documentary? I hope that we did. And he grabs my camera and he starts to videotape Chip Day beating up in the in the ring. And I'm oh like, my gosh. A, am I gonna get my camera back? Right. <laughs> B, I'm not part of this storyline. Mm-hmm. And C, what's gonna happen after the show is over? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was scared. I was yeah. literally scared scared and these are people that i knew and these are people that we hung out and did it and i didn't wow. know what was going on so wow. that was a moment in 2017. wow um, <laughs> see that that would make the- me nervous because like a lot of you you don't think that these guys realize how expensive this gear is and mm-hmm. so like, oh, yeah. like when you see jericho sometimes grab the camera and he's like trying yeah. to film with it and it always makes me nervous because i'm sure the camera guy is going like oh my god please don't drop that please don't drop exactly. that five thousand dollars please don't yeah. drop yeah. that and like when Lindsay snow got thrown into our audio gear <laughs> yeah. and got pictures of that the other the, the last show too i was you lost I was like, one rule I have that I tell all the wrestlers, please stay away from the commentary table (laughs) because it's all of my personal uh, expensive gear. I'm like, please, just whatever you do. There's a perfectly good unused table by uh, the ring announcer, Diana Michelle. You can go through that table. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just not mine. (laughs) You've seen it all the time. You've seen Jericho and some other people mush the video camera guy whenever they're going Mm -hmm. past with they're angry about something. It's happened to me several times, and it freaks me out. 
it mm-hmm. freaks me out. And uh, so that's happened a couple times. Uh, kayfabe, as far as like uh, going backstage and seeing certain people, it was twice as bad when I worked for Lucha Lucha Atlanta because a lot of them didn't have their masks on. Oh. And so I'm going backstage going, who am I supposed to see this? Like, is right, that, right. Am I really supposed to see what Pentagon looks like? Is that right. really supposed to see what Ray looks like? I'm not sure right. if yeah. this is a good thing or not. So there was a lot of that. Um, and then, of course, the moment that Gary called me and told me that Kenny Omega was going to be at the show. I... I I I thought I was gonna piss my pants. Like <laughs> we all did. Kenny we all did. <laughs> Kenny Omega is by far probably my favorite wrestler, like of wow. all time. Wow. And I'm a huge Kenny Omega fan. And he he sent me a message and he said, Corey, are you gonna be at the show? Blah blah blah. I said yes. He said I have something huge, huge that nobody's gonna believe is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I said, he said you can't tell anyone. And I was like, I don't know and he, said, he said, can I call you? And Gary, is, he, at this point, Gary had never called me. Right. He said, can I call you? And I was like, yeah, sure. So he calls me and he said, dude, Kenny Omega is going to show up at the show. <laughs> Gary, sure. You are, right. Look, Gary, you are a pastor. You should not be lying. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> you should not be lying. <sighs> and he said, no, I'm serious. He was like, Kenny Omega is going to be at the show. And he said, not only Kenny Omega, but Chris Jericho. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so I, that show made me the most nervous that I've ever been. Because I didn't know. Me he didn't tell me details. He didn't say what was going to happen. He didn't say anything. Dil- Dylan didn't tell me what was going to happen, what the storyline was. Nothing. And so I'm there. And the whole night, I'm just wondering, like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I have... I have um, I've now used two flashes now on each side of the ring just to kind of get a little bit more lighting going on. Mm-hmm. And so the whole night I'm wondering, please don't let my lights go out. Please right. don't let my batteries die. Right. So I brought extra. I'm changing things. I'm doing this because I don't know when the moment's going to happen. I'm not taking as many photos as I normally take. You mm-hmm. know, that 2000 was not going to happen that night because yeah. I needed those extra hundred to yeah. get Kenny Omega and Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah. And when those lights went out, and that music hit, I was mm. like, no way. And I didn't know where I needed to be. And so I mm. just kind of scooted to the side wherever I needed to be and then mm. got the shots that I needed to get. And I still, I, they were tweeted by Chris Jericho. They were tweeted by AEW. They that was so tweeted cool. by everybody. I was totally floored. And mm. I personally don't think that they were really that great shots. I, I personally don't feel like I got what I really wanted to get. Wow. But it made somebody happy, and it made the news everywhere. And I was mm-hmm. just like, "That's a moment that I will never forget." Wow! At all, um, and a funny moment just because Gary called me and told me that, and I thought a pastor was lying to me. Yeah. I'm like, there's no, there's no way this is happening. Yeah. So yeah. you know, well, a, a couple are, things, a couple, couple moments. A couple things. I think uh, I think we're all a little bit like that about ourselves. We're like, we don't think our work is as good as we think it could be. But let me just yeah. tell you from from the other side of it, we're looking at those photos. Those were some fantastic photos. Yeah. And and yeah, yeah, so but we're we're the same way. I mean, Gerard and I are the mm-hmm. same way. Like we'll be mm-hmm. like uh, self critical uh, from yes. time to time. But you talked about being nervous for that show once you knew uh, who was going to be there. Well, I was the same way because calling commentary, I'm thinking like. 
oh my god these are the two biggest wrestlers in the world today uh one of the one of the current greatest uh out there and then one of the greatest of all time mm-hmm. and uh, not only that but cody rhodes was there and AEW yeah. was just about to have their first pay-per-view which was mm-hmm. the uh double or nothing, nothing. and so yeah. this was like a teaser for double or nothing that they were doing at our show that was insane mm-hmm. and so yeah i was a little bit nervous and, mm-hmm. and here's the thing too after the fact i was kicking myself because i i felt like i botched the whole uh, jericho surprise because at the time gerard you were there when we were on the stage we used to be yeah. on the stage right the mm-hmm. table was so when the lights go out over the ring and over the crowd we can still see the state like we uh, can still see the entrance mm-hmm. from from the stage so the lights go out and you're not supposed to be surprised until the lights come back on and he's already standing in the ring mm-hmm. well my fat mouth as soon as the lights go out, he walks right. He runs right by the commentary table. Yep. Wow. I'm immediately going, it's Chris Jericho, and we're freaking out on commentary. But then yeah. when you go back and watch it on video, it doesn't have that same oomph because yeah. we, we kind of did it before Timing. the lights even came on. So oh, wow. I just remember, like, being so nervous about it and then, like, go back and watching and kicking myself going, oh, <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. used to, like, if you're watching it at home on TV, Mm-hmm. You you know you see it when the lights come back on and then boom right. there's a surprise. Well, right. when you're there live and they, he runs right in front of you, it's hard not wow. to freak out yeah. at the moment. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I had that same story. moment. I mean, you know, they were they were both in the ring at the same time, and Kenny Omega is pointing to Jericho, and I should have thought, hey, wouldn't it be nice if both of them were in the same shot together? No, I'm sitting here going, oh my god, it's Kenny Omega. <laughs> you know, and I'm like. <laughs> And so I have great moments of him doing like this. Yeah. But you don't see who the hell he's pointing at. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. There's a great shot of him, you know, doing the snap suplex. It's not a problem. You know, it's, it's totally fine. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where you just have to, you know, just take every moment that's there and just realize that you're a professional. You know, you can get what you need to get. You know, it's, it's, like I said, I'm, I'm my worst critic. I know you guys are your worst critic. Everybody is. But that shows how professional that you really are. If yes. you start to get complacent and you don't really try to get to the next level or get just a little bit better, a little bit better. I'm not saying go from like, oh, I'm shooting, you know, five photos to a thousand mm-hmm. or, oh, I'm, you know, using this small little camera. And now I got to get this really big giant one. Just, just little tiny little baby steps. That's how you get better. That's yeah. how you improve. That's how you you develop really good self-confidence in yourself and then you could also get booked by you know whoever is out there that's how your craft gets better is if you are your own self-critic a lot of people you know they they kind of bash that and they're like i wish i wasn't my own self-critic i wish you know i was the greatest blah blah it's like you're you're only as good they say they say you're only as good as your last shot i don't believe Mm. that Mm. i really don't believe that um i never think that i'm as good as my last shot I'm always better than my last shot. You know? Wow. I don't wow. care. I don't care how many times I shoot SHW. I've been shooting SHW for the last two years. And every single show, I'm like, how can I top that last one? Mm-hmm. I've shot Danny Jordan. I don't know how many times. How can yeah. I make her look better? Mm-hmm. How can I make Ashton look better? Mm-hmm. How can I make Dylan look better? How can I make Logan look better? How can I make, yeah. you know, 
uh, Gary posts the same picture of himself all the time in that red jacket or whatever. And I'm like, I need new pictures of Gary. I need to make Gary look better. It's not that he doesn't look good. I yeah. just need to make him look better so it yeah. makes myself look better. First, yeah, of all, yeah. first of all, his ego's big enough. You don't need to tell him he looks good. <laughs> no, no. He knows. He knows. Yeah, no. He can, he can get his ego a little bit bigger. Like, he, he, That's funny. He's okay. That's why I'm wearing this shirt tonight, man. I got There it is. There, you know? there you go. That's, That's my funny. man. I love it. I love yeah. it. What, what are yeah. your thoughts? You talked about Dan, you talk, talked about Danny Jordan, and of course, uh, we've said it numerous times. Danny and uh, and several others have appeared on yeah. AEW, whether it's been Dark or Dynamite. Like, how cool is that? Knowing these guys from SHW and from other uh, Atlanta indie promotions, how cool is it seeing them on the big stage? I am so proud of every single one of them that has been up there, man. When I first heard about Danny showing up on Dynamite and she was going up against Nyla Rose, I was like what right that's crazy yeah um you know the things that sean dean is doing right now the things that david ali has gone up there and done right now mm -hmm. um lee johnson like every mm -hmm. time i hear somebody that came out of sw going up there i'm like i hope that i had something to do with them getting to where they are mm -hmm. and if i haven't at least i was there when they were on their journey and I feel so proud of every single thing that they have done since they moved on to that, that company. And so many other people who need to be there, yeah. you know? Um, there's so many people up there who need <laughs> to be Black. there. Joe Black. Joe Black. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a great conversation I had with Gary on Joe Black, where he, I was like, dude, I said, you got you to gotta bring Joe Black up here. And he, he's like, okay and then his first night he was like we'll see what happens we'll see what happens and i said mm -hmm. trust me mm -hmm. trust me mm -hmm. watch this and that night after it was over he was like dude you were not joking about mm -hmm. joe black and i'm like joe black he needs everything yes joe black deserves everything that mm -hmm. he is going to get he yes. deserves everything. I and I want been, to say, was that the second or third SHW show? Because he wasn't there from the very beginning, but I think yeah, it was like he was the second or the third show, maybe. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was something and like he's that. been and he's been here ever since, and he's been a fan favorite ever since, which is which he is, is awesome. A, he is way over, way mm -hmm. over with SHW, and uh, he he he's going to go so far, yeah. so far, man, so yeah. far. But yes, everyone who's up there at AEW, I am so proud of them. You know, I've I've told them when we've done you know, private sessions and just talks and stuff like that. And I've said, you know what? You are a star. You have a lot of potential. You have a lot of things coming. Da, da, da. And they're like, thanks, you know, I appreciate that. And I'm, I send them pictures all the time. Mm -hmm. I, you know, show them this, that, and the other and tell them things that I think that maybe they should improve or they shouldn't improve. They listen to me, they listen to me, they don't, they don't. But, you know, there's just so much there, so much there that I'm glad that they're able to showcase it for the millions and millions mm -hmm. of people to see. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love that. I so, love yeah, that. It's, it's great. It's great, man. Dan, Danny, he's my favorite. Danny, yeah. So, so let me ask you this as, as we prepare to come back, of course, for rumble Jack uh, in a couple of weeks and uh, a lot of other wrestling promotions are really starting to uh, get back into what they're doing. How do you think things are, are changing even for you getting back into, you know, wrestling events as they come back? Do you think anything will be different? Uh, if so, what, what do you think that'll be? Um, I mean, 
You're talking about dealing with this whole COVID-19 thing? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean but, but there's that. But then there's also, I mean, for me, I think about between COVID-19, but also the idea that I don't think any of us ever thought that we wouldn't be able to attend a wrestling event, you yeah. know? So yeah. do you think the wrestlers will be different? Do you think fans will be different? What do you think it's going to be like? I, I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to be just like a giant explosion, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have wrestlers who have been building up this energy for all these months and yeah. things that they've been wanting to showcase and things that they – it's almost like a tryout. It's almost mm. like a brand new tryout for some of these people. Wow. You know, some people that they fans have heard of and have never seen, yeah. they're going to want to go out and go seek those people out. Some people who they've heard of, but they want to see how they've grown, if they quote, if they've still got it. Right. Um, you know, so it's it's really going to be a showcase of the wrestlers to show the things that they haven't been able to show for the last several months that they've been working on, or show that they still have it. And then the fans going, "Oh my God, a I can't believe that I missed this as much as I did," mm-hmm. or b, you know, I'm glad that I have this in my life. You know, it's it's yeah. an outlet for a lot of people. Wrestling has always mm-hmm. been an outlet for me. You know, whether it's being depressed or anything like that, I've always looked at wrestling as an outlet to get away from real life. So for me, it's like I can't wait for it to come back because I, I, I feel like there's something missing. I feel like there is a void missing in my life to see what superheroes are like, see mm-hmm. what relationships are like, see what all that type of stuff is like. You know, we're all family. You know, a lot of these people I call family, you know, they're like friends to me. They're like family to me. And I miss seeing them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 a lot of things. It's a lot of yeah. things. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be yeah. really, really great when it comes back in the full set. I really do. We, we we say that every single week about the yeah. the family thing. Like we miss our SHW family so much. Yeah. And so I, as soon as uh, a few weeks ago when Gary made the announcement about August 28th, I mean, we were just like, like giddy, man. We were so yeah. excited. So yeah. uh, you're exactly right. And we can't wait to to get back and we can't wait to see you finally because we haven't yes. uh, you know we've talked uh, a little bit here and there but mm-hmm. we haven't seen you in person since the last yeah. show uh, i haven't seen yeah. gerard in person since the last yeah it's crazy yeah. man yeah. Uh, we're just excited to see everybody so um but man we, we don't want to keep you i know we could talk to you all night about your, yeah. your experience and the stories you might have but uh we gotta let you go here but we appreciate you coming on with us man is there anything else you want to yeah. let the people know uh, they they can always look for me on social uh, wrestling snapshots on Facebook, Instagram, at Edit Photo Gamer on uh, Twitter. I will say that my finger is ready to be used on the yes. trigger of my camera. <laughs> I am ready to start texting Gary on Wednesdays before the show and say, "Is it Friday yet?" <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to start making that drive to Canton, Georgia. Yes. You know, there is there is a playlist that I play. It's so crazy. Oh, wow. There's a playlist that I play every single Friday when I'm driving to Canton, Georgia. Wow. So I start at the beginning and I finish it when I get home in the evening. And believe it or not, this is going to sound really crazy. It is the soundtrack to A Star is Born from 2018. Wow. wow. With, with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And wow. I will listen to that from the first track until it's time for me to come home. And it just, it gets me energized. I'm ready yeah. to listen to that playlist again. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm ready to give hugs to all of my friends and yeah. all the wrestlers and, and fans and whoever. I'm ready to give you guys fist bumps, whatever, yes. whatever I got to do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. Um, oh. It's one of those things, man. I just, I didn't know how much I missed it until this yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've taken... 
I've taken a month here off or a month there off to go on a cruise or something like that. And somebody else has filled in for me and I, you know, I do miss it. And I'm like, Oh, I can't believe somebody else is there. I hope they don't take my spot. But right. Then, but then when you go for four months, I'm not doing this at all. Mm-hmm. You've really just, you know, it's the old age saying, man, you don't know till, till it's gone, man. You don't that's know how right. much you love till it's gone. That's and right. that's, that's one of these things that's happened to me is I didn't yeah. know how much I loved it as much as I do no. until it's gone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We are all right there with you, buddy. And uh, yes. we cannot wait to see you August 28th. Yeah. Uh, again, Gerard, tickets on sale August 1st, right? That's right. Tickets are on sale on August the 1st. You guys get ready because uh, it's going to be crazy. We'll be there. Corey will absolutely be there covering uh, the Rumble Jack. It's going to be crazy. Corey, man, it's amazing to have you on. Thank yeah, you man. for joining us, man. And we can't wait to see you on the 28th, buddy. Hey, man, thank you guys for letting me join. I, I really, really appreciate you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. I listen to you guys and I watch you guys all the time. Always been a fan since day one. So y'all keep doing your thing, man. Thank you, buddy. Take care. We'll see you real soon. All right, brother. All right. Well, there you have it. The man behind wrestling snapshots, Corey Tatum. That was a really cool interview. It really, really was and uh, learned a lot. And again, I don't think that people often think about what happens behind the scenes with folks like Corey, but he's so responsible for, you know, again, the, the continuity of the product that we have. It's not just, you know, the production on the night of mm-hmm. or what people see on independentwrestling.tv, but these photos, the caliber and quality of it um, makes our social media look amazing. Yeah, uh, And it's so super cool to be able to talk to him and, and really get his input on things. I loved it. It was fantastic. And it was a neat departure from what we normally do. You know, normally we yeah. have the wrestlers on here and yes. we're getting like a wrestler perspective uh, mm-hmm. with, the ex- sec- with the exception of having Gary on, uh, sure. who is not a wrestler, although he is right. in the ring a few times and yes. taking some bumps. But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was cool to have uh, just a different perspective, a photographer's yes. perspective uh, mm-hmm. on what he does and, and some of his uh, stories from behind the scenes and being on yeah. the road. Uh, it's just a really cool guy so uh, we could have talked to him for forever telling stories Mm -hmm. but um, I tell you what uh, we got to wrap it up this week but one more time we got to announce again the on sale date which which you already know is August 1st but that's what like two weeks from now no yeah we're we're about eight days from now yeah eight days from now uh, August the 1st tickets for SHW Rumble Jack go on sale our return super excited about it it's going down August the 28th my suggestion is like day one Get your ticket because, as I've said before, normally on day one, first row, second row are already done. But with this four months that we've been out, I think people are itching to get back. And so uh, we're going to have a situation for August the 28th. So get your tickets early. Uh, You're going to need to do that to get in the building for sure. If, if they're anything like us, then they're chomping at the bit to get back yeah. to the action building for an SHW show because we have been excited ever since the uh, the date was announced. So That's right. uh, August 1st, eight days from now, uh, southernhonorwrestling.com is where you grab those tickets once again. So, uh, man, until then, yeah. this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. We'll see you guys real soon. Oh, yeah.